Shabbat Shalom, Griff. Shabbat Shalom. Episode 59, we got something special for you. Uh, so it's just going to be Griff and I. We're going to do the Hebrew Congregation of Houston today, episode 59. And we're just going to talk about uh, the holidays or our days, the festival days to celebrate, and then the pagan holidays not to celebrate. We've gone over this, but we just want to put it all in one uh, episode here. So you can take a look at it and see what you should and should not be doing. Oh, I want to mention, Griff, I got this necklace the other day from um, Brighton, the store. And they've kind of banned these type of necklaces. Like Tiffany used to make them and they say they look, they're about slavery. So Tiffany stopped making them because they had the, uh, the lock and the chain and everything. Mm -hmm. But Brighton, this lady was in there saying, oh, that looks nice on you. We only have one left. And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I better do look nice on me, lady. <laughs> and so hey, then, uh, she was uh, like, this is this is the, the, the sign of the windows in the church, churches all over in England. And I'm like, mm -hmm, yeah, go ahead. And it wasn't cheap, you know, $150 for this little set. But I was like, yeah, put it in the bag so I can remember about these Tiffany necklaces that used to be made, too. Then she she kind of got the memo that. I knew what was going on, but I'm about to talk anyway. about. Yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. We, we can still remember we were in these chains and how they used to make little jewelry to signify different things like that. But gotcha. And to add on to what you already said, the reason we're coming back today is because mm -hmm. one of our major holidays, Rosh Hashanah, is coming up. Um, and so I just want to kind of give you some information about that as well as kind of run through the gamut of ones to observe and things to kind of stay away from because of the pagan roots. Right. Okay. So I want to start with just some things that, because uh, we're starting our New Year's off. Rosh Hashanah is our New Year. So here are some things that you can have. I know that I've uh, started, uh, I've collected a lot of things. This is a menorah. And this right here is the one I use for Hanukkah. And this has nine candles in it. And then I have a, a menorah also, because sometimes we celebrate seven days. But I have the seven day one and the nine day one. Um, this is the shofar the horn and it's amazing because uh i've been practicing how to blow it but i never blow it except good except on the time i'm supposed to so that's my uh so far and so you said okay what are we supposed to be celebrating let's start with our hebrew days to observe okay which is our festival days and days of feast so we're going to start with okay the sabbath day is every week so the sabbath day you're going to have, um, it starts on Friday at sundown and ends on Saturday at sundown. We're going we're gonna to try to go through this quickly. So you have your two candles. So I just have two regular candles at sundown or whenever my husband gets home because he gets off at nine. So we're in Egypt. So you don't have to worry about the time as long as you're celebrating it. And so then Griff bought me this and this is my communion plate. So this is the cup and this is the plate. Okay. So of course, the wine goes in the cup, some red wine. And my husband and I, we drink out the same cup or if you have other people, you can have a different cup. And then um, for the bread, for the body of Yahshua, we use regular cracker or you can use the, uh, the other bread that, that you can uh, get. What, what am I trying to say? Matzah bread. Matzah, any kind of unleavened bread. Also know that uh, tortillas are also unleavened bread, most of them. Um, and so if you wanted to use a tortilla as well, if that's more convenient, uh, that is actually unleavened for the most part, if it doesn't have um, uh, flour in it. So, uh, 
we, so, you don't have a whole lot of stuff for the year that you need. So I showed you the things, and then this is my um my my pestle, and I use that because I don't like horseradish, and I know for Passover I use the pestle with the herbs in it, um that I dip it in, and then this is the sofar the uh, sofar. This is for our prayers, and so say it correctly, uh, Griff, because you know I can mess up the name. Uh, the shofar is our horn. That is the sador. Sador. Yeah. I'm not messing up okay. the name. So the shofar is our horn, and I'm trying to go through this fast so we don't be on here all whole long. And this is a sador, which is our prayers. And there's daily prayers, just prayers for everything in here. So you can order this off of um, online. Uh, really, really quick, is that the sador or the zephyr? The sador or the zephyr? This is the sador. Sador, okay. This is the sador. I, I sent it to you. Yep, I have a copy. Okay. Uh, and real quick, this is uh, I have the same uh, cup. That's what the one I sent to Easter as well. I use she uses you can use any kind of candle. Uh, I end up getting these off of Judicai, Judicai, J-U-D-A, J-U-D-A-I-C-A. Great mm -hmm. website. Got, got a lot of great stuff on there. But I got uh, my candles that we just put in there every time. Um, and then and then uh, process after we light our candles, what we also do is we make sure to have family time until those candles blow out. And so whether that's playing a game, whether that is just hanging out, you know, watching something, we just have a little family time. My and then husband we also, and I, we, we eat dinner and we watch a movie together. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so, so something where you're some kind of separation from uh, just doing the stuff that you usually do, do something intentional. Um, to and then there's different family. hair covers you can have, the Talit. I know this is one that has the actual prayer on it. You can order from uh, from Jerusalem, from Israel here. You can order that one in and you're going to uh, have your your fringes that come down because your fringes, and I got different hair covering with fringes on, they remind us of the commandments. So the fringes reminds us of the 10 commandments. So I got different hair pieces with fringes on them, okay? Yeah, and to give scriptural backing, a lot of folks will say, oh, okay, well, like, do we, should we, you know, is it mandated or do we have to keep the uh, Sabbath? And I would say the funny thing about this is this is not even just for Hebrew Israelites. Any Christian who has the Ten Commandments hanging in their house or says they believe in keeping the Ten Commandments. It's the, fourth, it's the fourth commandment. Let's go ahead and read it right now. So I go, if I go to Exodus 20 and I read the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, chapter, excuse me, chapter 20, verse 8. I'm going to go ahead and read chapter 20, verse 8. Remember Yom Shabbat, which is um, the Sabbath. Remember Yom Shabbat to keep it holy. You are to work six days and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Shabbat to Adonai your God. That is key. Not the first day, not Sunday, the seventh day, right? We all know that Sunday is the first day of the week. Um, Saturday, so the seventh day is a uh, memorial to God to keep it holy. Um, in it, you shall not do any work, not you, nor your son, your daughter, your male servant, your female servant, your cattle, nor the outsider that is within your gates. So even if you are have a business, right, and you have folks working for you, they're not supposed to be doing work on the, on the rest day as well. You're supposed to honor that in everything that you do. Um, but again, we are not in Israel right now. So as always, do the best you can. But right. God, God, you know, he, he respects that intentionality of us taking some time to set aside. So the main point is to have your communion and spend time with your family and teach your children and spend time with your family. That's the main thing is your communion every week. So uh, that's the first thing we're gonna do. So you're gonna do your daily prayers, which uh, we showed you the book where you can find your daily prayers at, or you can just do your regular daily prayers, uh, keeping your Sabbath day. Now Rosh Hashanah, 
So we're going to do Rosh Hashanah. It starts our 2022 year. It starts September uh, 6th through the 8th. And so let me uh, read up on the Rosh Hashanah. Now, there's certain prayers uh, for Rosh Hashanah, and I'm not going to get into that. But for Rosh Hashanah, you're going to need your two candles. You're going to need the uh, Kiddush prayer. You do need the Kiddush prayer, um, the blessing for your wine, uh, your, your wine. Um, you're going to need some bread, some uh, challah bread, challah bread, which is the twisted bread. You're going to need some honey. I got some of that. Give me a second. I'm going to grab the challah real quick. Okay. The challah bread, you're going to need some honey, some apples. The So far, if you don't have one, you can listen to it um, on one of our episodes. You can look on there and see uh, that we've celebrated and the horn is going off. Um, your family prayer and then your goals, what you want to write down for the new year. Okay. So Griff has the, the, the challah bread. So here, yeah, here's the challah bread. It's a twisted. You see that kind of braid twist in there. And you can get it from a lot of folks, especially on Fridays. On Fridays, a lot of uh, grocery stores will stock up on their challah bread, knowing that the Jewish folks be coming in uh, to get theirs for the weekend. Um, but I got this from Trader Joe's. So you can get it from anywhere uh, you shop at. Uh, super easy to get um, to keep that tradition. So you want to uh, do your new year. And if you're saying, well, I, I don't know about this, but celebrate everything, add on to it. I promise you, you'll start getting blessed. And then the more you go into it, you're going to realize that those other ones are pagan, which we're going to talk about. And then 10 days after that is Yom Kippur. Now, Yom Kippur is sep uh, September 15th through the 16th. That's your atonement. That's your repenting. So that's why you want to celebrate that. And I'm going to tell you, so it's 10 days of self-reflection, days of uh, searching ourselves, acknowledging sin, repent and make it right. Okay. And so it starts at again, sundown and then sun up and you also fast. It's very important to fast. You don't have any food or water for 25 hours. Now, if you're on medicine, of course, go ahead and, and get something, but that's your day of fasting. And that's, you know, subject yourself, your flesh and fasting and praying that day. Cause that's your day of atonement. And, uh, I've been blessed all these all this year. Griff have you'll see a difference in how your year goes and how you handle when when controversy comes your way. It, it doesn't stay, and if it if if it comes, it builds you up. It, it's 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 just awesome how Yahweh works and speaks to you for these holidays and these uh, feasts that you're celebrating. So okay. Easter, let's step back. Let's step back for one second. So from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur is ten days. Rosh Hashanah starts a period period of um what you would say a solemn period, right? Where you're constantly, uh, uh, Easter already said this, but you're constantly reflecting on your actions and reflecting on the good and the bad and everything in between from the previous year uh, so that you are preparing yourself from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur for Yom Kippur. So that when Yom Kippur comes, you are ready to you are ready for atonement. Then you take the fast and then you are, you are um, uh, figuratively wiped clean uh, for it's that a reconciliation next year. between you and people too. It's a reconciliation between you, people, yourself, and God. Yes, and, and you may say, okay, but you know, where is all this? You know, why? How do I know? Leviticus twenty-three. Leviticus twenty-three holds everything that was supposed to be kept by the people of God, right? And so, whether right. you are Christian or whether you are Hebrew Israelite, whether you are a Jew. We are all the people of Yahweh, Elohim. We are. We all go back to the one God, and He didn't create anything separate for the Christian, for the Jew. 
it's all right here in Leviticus 23. Uh, we'll talk about why we think it's separated here uh, shortly. Um, but no matter what, who you, no matter what you believe, as far as um, the specifics, anybody that believes in the one true God, Yahweh, Elohim, uh, Jehovah, whatever you want to call him, we should be keeping to these feast days. Okay, and the next one is Sukkot. Sukkot is about when y'all kept us when we were out in the desert. Once we did our Exodus, which is what Exodus 20, 23 and 16, it was, it's the Feast of Tabernacle. It's our first day, okay? And so Sukkot is like, they have tents. A lot of times people have tents in their living room and they'll put tents in their backyard to represent how y'all kept us when we came out of Egypt, all right? And so that's an important uh, day for us to recognize too, when we were out there in the wilderness and the Lord gave us shelter. And that's going to be on September 20th through the 22nd this year. Did you want to add anything about Sukkot, Griff? Uh, I was going to say, remember that uh, our savior, Yeshua, uh, the one that some call Jesus, he kept all of this to the T. Not only did he keep all of these holidays and feast days, but he was the fulfillment of all of them, right? We know that he was offered up on um, on Passover just as the uh, as the lamb was in the temple. We know that he came back on Pentecost. He sent down the Spirit uh, as fire. So, so almost every every single observance we're talking about, if you go back and read through the Gospels, not only will you see Yeshua keeping these days, but you'll see that he is the ultimate fulfillment of these days. So why have we thrown them away? Okay. All right, so September is a very holy month for us Hebrews. Uh, the next one we want to go is Hanukkah. So Hanukkah is, uh, this year is going to be November 28th through December 26th. So uh, uh, Hanukkah is about what? It's about a, a bad Greek king named Anakas, and he, he wanted all the Jews to start acting like the Greeks. Basically, he wanted us to start uh, bowing down to all these gods because the Greeks had all these gods. But the Maccabees, they said no. And the Maccabees are us, who we fought. The Maccabees, we fought, and then the temple was destroyed, okay? So they destroyed our temple, and then, but we end up winning the war. And so when we came in, there was the, uh, the, the Maccabees always kept the temple lit, and there was some oil they, they had to press. It takes eight days to make this oil. But when they came back, they only had one day supply. But the Lord, Yahweh, he honored that, and he let that light burn for eight days. And so that's how we honor that by saying that this is our Hanukkah, okay? So you're able to what? You're able to eat some fried fruit, foods during that time because that's recognized by, by the oil. But uh, that's what Hanukkah is about. Did you want to add about Hanukkah, Griff? Uh, Hanukkah is the one that you're not going to find in Leviticus 23. Reason being, when Moses gave the law, the events that led to Hanukkah hadn't happened yet. Uh, as Easter just said, she just laid out uh, the Maccabees. So if you want to find Hanukkah, you need to go to the book of the Maccabees, um, which you can find in, um, in the in Apocryphal, the in, in the Sefer, in the Apocryphal scriptures of, um, of the Catholic Church. But you need to go to the book of the Maccabees. But the reason why we know Hanukkah is incredibly important for us, because when we open up the book of John and we read about uh, Yeshua in the temple, it's called the, the Feast of Lights, right? The mm -hmm. Feast of Lights is Hanukkah. So when you open up the book and you see it, you see Yeshua keeping Hanukkah, not only keeping it, uh, but also giving words and, and uh, imploring his followers to also keep the tradition. 
uh, going back to Sukkot for one second, if you open up the word and you're looking for where is Sukkot at in the New Testament, it is called the Feast of Tabernacles. So whenever you see that, for example, right. John, John 7, you see Yeshua uh, uh, going to Jerusalem to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. It's, it's, I, I gave the scripture, Exodus 23 and 16 talks about it. Absolutely, but I, I'm bringing it back to the New Testament now where okay. we see Yeshua also celebrated that. So it wasn't just something that God said in theory, it's something that our Savior kept. <laughs> So when we ask ourselves the question, WWJD, I don't know if anybody says that anymore, but WWJD, what would Jesus do? We got to go back to Leviticus 23 and we got to say, we know what he did. He didn't keep Christmas. He didn't keep on. He kept the stuff that God gave for his people for all time. Okay. So he was our light for those eight days and he kept that temple lit for us. And I just showed you the uh, menorah and how we lighted each day for Hanukkah. And so uh, Griff and I, we've been celebrating Hanukkah about five or six years at least uh, mm -hmm. already, okay? And so uh, the next one that we're going to observe is uh, the uh, Purim. Purim is the next one. Am I saying it right? Purim. Purim. So Purim is going to be in 2022, March 16th through the 17th, okay? So Purim is about... Um, Esther and how Esther delivered us uh, from from the Jews being killed. Remember that that story about Esther. So in order to celebrate that, what you want to do is read the book of Esther and you want to give somebody a basket of food. Or I know I took some people out to dinner to celebrate that the because uh, you know Esther she was an orphan and she was raised by her first cousin, which was Mordecai. Okay. And so she was a beautiful, she was a virgin. She ended up marrying this king. He didn't know she was Jewish. They ordered the Jews. And I'm just going, I'm just uh, paraphrasing to be killed. And she stopped him from being killed. Now she could have just saved her cousin and herself, but she went ahead and told him that she was Jewish. And then he loved her so much. He said, no, I, I, that would include you. And so her, at she, the she put, end- She put her own life up, on the line. She put her own life on the line for the nation. Right, she put her own life on the line. And then Haman was the one who had ordered this. So at the end, he was hung. So him and his sons were all hung at the end. Okay, you wanna add to this, Purine? Uh, nope, I think you did a good job covering that one. Uh, the, only, the one thing I'll say is that, um, you know, uh, there are bigger, I shouldn't even say it that way. If you are like feeling like, I need somewhere to start, you know, there's a lot of things coming at me and you know, maybe I can't keep them all that's okay, right? Start somewhere. I know I started somewhere. I started with Passover. And then, you know, my mother and I went to Hanukkah. Then we went, you know, so start somewhere. And then, you know, this for us, this is over about six years that we've gotten to this place where we have this knowledge in order to keep um, all of the major feasts. But, you know, we felt the same way of like, we've been, mis we've been miseducated. We got to we gotta erase this education and learn a whole new thing at 30 and 40 and 50 years old. Um, and so don't, you know, don't feel like if you can't do it all, you can't do none of it, find a place to start. I would recommend Passover, but find a place to start and then just mm -hmm. go from there. Speaking of Passover, Passover will be the next on the list. So at Passover uh, for 2022 will be April the 15th through the 22nd. And we know Passover is what? When Moses were leading them out of Egypt and that uh, the Lord passed over and they didn't get the, uh, the diseases and the death and the firstborn being dead and, and all, death, the, yeah. um, all the pestilence and different, what, what I want to call it. Um, uh, plagues. They, 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 were, plagues. They, they were literally passed over, right? We know that right. 
when the angel of death came that night to take the firstborn son, anyone who had the mark of the cry, I mean, think about what the, you know, if you go back and read Passover, it tells you in the original Passover that we read in the Bible, it tells you to, to uh, kill a lamb and put its blood on your doorpost. Well, when you did that, here go my, here's the doorpost behind me right here, right? If I was to paint the doorpost with blood, I would paint this way and this way on the top, right? I just made a cross. And so in the same way that, uh, that the Passover was given to us all the way back then, Yeshua becomes our Passover because now he is the one that he mediates lives. us into everlasting life. Exactly. Mm -hmm. He mediates us into everlasting life. So in the same way that they were passed over our ancestors in Egypt, we are now passed over because of the blood of the Savior or because of the blood of the Lamb, of course, uh, Yeshua, the Mashiach. And so on Passover is what I, I did a, a tutorial of how to make the unleavened bread because they were in such a rush that you have the unleavened bread, you have a lamb or chicken that you eat, you have wine and you try to get some kosher wine, you put a blanket on the floor and it's easy and, and you and you say your prayers, okay? And then you don't leave anything behind. Every, every day, whatever you don't eat, you throw away. You're not to eat the leftover. So you try to make enough just for that day, okay? And so that's where the, uh, that pesto come in with the herbs and everything. And so we 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 went over this. We've done tutorial on this. But I would say the most important is every day, your Sabbath, uh, every week, your Sabbath, the Rosh Hashanah, your New Year, your Yom Kippur, your atonement, and this Passover. Those are the four major things you want to keep. So it's not hard to keep four major festivities or festivals or uh, holidays for our Hebrews to, to escalate into another dimension, okay? Absolutely. And the, thing, right. I'll add, the thing I'll add to that is Yeshua, uh, our Savior, he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you mm -hmm. love me, you will keep my commandments. Um, you know, looking at, looking at uh, the Sabbath or uh, Shabbat, that is not a suggestion. The Lord made that for us and then commanded us to observe it. So, if, so once you have the knowledge, if you're actively choosing to go against it, you know, that, that, that is something that you need to know is that this wasn't just a suggestion or something that's like, oh, I can do it. This is a commandment that's given to all believers for all time. Um, and so, you know, I'm not sitting here saying the Lord going to strike you down. You don't do it. But <laughs> on the opposite side, <laughs> do it and watch the blessings that start to pour out because Amen. of it, you know. So and we, speaking we, of Shabbat, that's the next one, May 16th through the uh, 18th. Uh, 2022 and that's he gave us the Torah so that's celebrating that he gave us the Torah what the first five books of the Bible and so it talks about the Ten Commandments uh, Fiesta Mills uh, you can have some dairy and you read the book of Ruth so those are some things you're going to do on Shabbat and like I said that's going to be May 16th through the 18th okay all right so those and then the last one is that uh our Tishbava, and that starts at sunset too. And that was that was about the destroying of the temple. So that's the last one. The Tishbava was about the temple. One was uh, destroyed by the Babylonians, and the other one was destroyed uh, destroyed by the uh, Romans. They destroyed it. So um, <clears throat> I want to read a bit. You go to the Book of Laminations. So you sit on the floor. You read the Book of Laminations, and you go ahead and you have your communion. Uh, to represent that and also you want to give some charity or some donations to someone okay and yep, so you can kind of read up on that did you want to say anything about that one uh i was going to say uh 
actually no. Uh, Lamentations. Go to the book of Lamentations. Did, did I say that or I said it wrong? You said laminations. We ain't laminating. <laughs> no, we going to laminations. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you know, I mess up. You know, I mess up some words. I'm That's glad okay. you're a teacher. That's okay. That's what I. That's what I do for a living, right? That's what I do for a living. Um, okay. So, uh, praise God. Thank you, y'all. And so, I, I, I wanted to add one thing. Um, okay. So. You, if you have a little more knowledge in this, you may have some Jewish friends or something like that. Um, if that's the case, maybe ask him, well, what about all these other random days that I hear about or that are on the Jewish calendar uh, that, that are kept as well? You may be asking that question. Let me answer that question really quick. Right, the reason, because there's some that we don't celebrate. I went over the yeah. ones that the Hebrew Israelites celebrate. The reason we don't keep every Jewish holiday as the Jews do in Israel right now is because a lot of those dates are made post-biblical. A lot of those dates are made from things that happen from events in Europe or events somewhere else that don't have anything to do with us. So a lot of those are traditions, but they're not from the Bible. And, and who we are and what our mission is here is to keep everything focused on scripture. So anything that is outside of scripture, uh, not to say we don't acknowledge it, but it is not on us to keep that. We plug into what uh, Yahweh said, if you do this, I will bless you. If you do this, you will ha have length of life. If you do this, it'll be like, it'll be like a, a spring of healing Amen. for you. Those it's are the, the things. Overflow. You're going to have an overflow. Exactly. So if you're wondering why don't, we don't do everything, feel free. If you want to do the other ones, you know, absolutely. Uh, but we're, we're, we're trying to get you the most essential and the ones that are backed by this word. And so we only went over what? There was about eight to nine of them. You can wear a mask for two years because the United States told you, then you can do the eight or nine of these and take your spiritual, take your household, take your family to another level. The next level. I'm telling you, and I'm going to be bold when I say that it's time for us to change our way of thinking. So let's go back. Let's go to these pagan holidays. You all are celebrating that I used to celebrate too. And until I came into the knowledge, Griff opened my eyes and we're trying to open your eyes. What? To, to save you, to take you to another, to prepare you when God takes us back to our homeland, okay? Hold on, hold on one second, uh, Sister Easter. And also, um, you may be saying, oh, well, I'm Christian, right? And so, like, I hear you from the Hebrew, I'm Christian. I'm Hebrew, my wife is a Christian, and we keep both of these together because we both understand the importance of plugging back into the original, plugging back into, you know, they say it's supposed to be radical. Yeah, she would call us to be radical with our faith. What does the word radical mean? Radical means back to the root, right? That's why in math, when you take a square root, you call it a radical, preach right? That's, son, why, preach, that's why preach, it's called that. Preach, so ra radical means back to the root. And so when you, hear, when you hear that, what yeah, she was calling us to do is go back to the root of our faith. Amen. And so that, that's all we're trying to do and going back to the roots of our faith and getting back to what our savior himself told us to do and what he did himself. And we're just honoring that same tradition. Amen, amen. And you know, you, I, I act silly a little bit here, but it's, it's really a serious matter. It, we're really in a serious time. And right now this is a Passover, it's repeating itself. Everything is repeating itself. So we're in a Passover state. People are dying every day. And if you wanna experience the, the Passover, then you need to start recognizing what we're saying in these holidays, facing East, doing your prayers and, and investigating what we're talking about. So let's get into these pagan holidays. We're not going to stay long on this because I've gone over this stuff before, but I just wanted to do some type of episode that has everything. New Year's, get that out of here. We know our New Year's is coming up. Our Rosh Hashanah. 
get that New Year's uh, January 1st stuff out my face, right? So I ain't gonna even go into that. Martin Luther King Day, we're gonna leave that alone because he's supposed to be one of the presidents. He was executed by United mm -hmm. States of America. So Martin Luther King, are they okay? Uh, Valentine's, let's talk about that. So Valentine's, we went over this before, he was a priest, right? So uh, Valentinus, and he was marrying people even after- uh, Against the Roman law. Against this Roman law. I'm trying to get his name. Claudius was his name? Yeah, Claudius II. And so he was a soldier and he, Claudius was like, hey, the single men are better soldiers than to have family. So I'm gonna stop people from being married so I can have some better soldiers. So Valentine would marry him secretly. So he was beheaded. It was like three generations of his family that were Christians that were beheaded. And so that's where the Valentine's, but you know, United States had to uh, go ahead and profit off of this. And Cadbury came and Hershey came and like, hey, Valentine's Day. So if you want to celebrate Valentine's Day, I got married on Valentine's Day. I'm like, put a ring on it, okay? So you want to celebrate it, do it the right way. Marry somebody, build your families up, okay? Now, so, now I personally, I personally mm -hmm. would say stay away from anything that's not in the Bible. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, but again, it's not like God's going to strike you down if you, you know, keep certain traditions. But my thing is just, if it's not in the word, why even mess with it? Um, right. And so, that's you know. That's true. And we, we didn't even, but we didn't even go about my that little door. That was, and, and that was before we started this journey when y'all got married on Valentine's Day. Well, that was the last day of our license. It was about to expire. So we had to get married on that day, but I ain't gonna even go down that route. We got married on the last day, our, and it just happened to be Valentine's Day. It was gonna expire. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, President's Day, come on, let's keep it pushing. We know they all didn't lynch, all these presidents didn't lynch Justin, did everything they could, bought us over on the boats, them and Rothschild, so we ain't celebrating no President's Day. Get get up out of here with that, man. Almost all of them was racist. Almost every president was racist. That's what yeah. people don't realize. People, people talk about Trump like, oh my God, Trump is this, Trump is that. He, he just did it a new age of Twitter and everything else. I mean. I, I kind of respect Trump more because he come out and say, I don't like y'all. Versus them, they they all hiding their hands, say we didn't really do this. They all up on Mount Rushmore chilling. Come on now. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Okay. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, come on now. The Irish, all right, we ain't gonna even go into that. We, we, we ain't gonna even feed into that. Well, so well, I, I, well, maybe it's important to know who St. Patrick was. St. Patrick was a man who lived in Ireland, got kidnapped from Ireland into slavery as a child, um, and was able to escape out of that and make it back, and uh, end up converting a lot of the nation of Ireland to, um, to Catholicism. And so he became a saint in the Catholic Church for that reason. Um, but you think it's you think it's St. Patrick's Day here in America? What do you think of beer, green beer, people getting pinched because they green? I mean, it has nothing to do with the man. And but but again, I fall in the same. Even if it did have everything to do with the man, I fall in the same breath. Why even do it? Why even mess with it if it's not in the Bible? And the thing is right. that most people celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It's not about anything spiritual. The secular community celebrates Valentine. Think about this: the secular community has no problem celebrating Valentine's Day has no problem celebrating St. Patrick's Day, has no problem celebrating Christmas, but they will tell you that they, but they're vehemently against Christ. If that's the case, then why would you do anything in the tradition of Christ? Um, but it's because this stuff has no meaning in our culture. It's only, the only meaning for Valentine's Day is to get, is to have a girlfriend or have a, you know, and the only meaning for St. Patrick's Day is to get drunk and 
do it only for Christmas is, you know, uh, get, get all this stuff, get these presents and be, and so there's no true meaning, which is why folks who are atheists have no problem celebrating these holidays. Okay, so the next one is Easter, which is a biggie. So the Easter comes from this uh, um, German goddess called uh, Esther, E-O-S-T-R-E, and that uh, this is Anglo-Saxon, Southeastern England. So I have a whole notes that I've written on this. And um, there was a spring festival to celebrate her in the spring equinox that occurs when the sun crosses the equator uh, heading north. It has nothing to do when Yahshua was crucified this Easter. And so it, it, it was just uh, the Christians, the new Christians churches were attacked in these old pagan festivals. They determined Easter should be on a Sunday between March 25th and April 25th because it should be on the, the Sunday following the first full moon after the spring equinox. The day is governed by the moon. So we know that that's pagan. So uh, Griff, I know you can go into this Easter. I have a whole big, uh, the German immigrants brought the tradition over to the US in the 1700s when they settled in Pennsylvania by the 1900s, it was commercialized with greeting cards and chocolate and bunnies and painted eggs. Uh, you can go ahead Griff, cause I can go on and on about Easter not being, uh, that it's a pagan holiday. I mean, all you really need to know is that no one in the Bible celebrated it. After right. Yeshua, after Yeshua rose, right, it would have been the immediate time to celebrate it, right? Every year, uh, following his resurrection and saying, "Oh, this is the day he rose. We need to have a celebration." Not Paul, not Peter, not anybody in Acts, not anybody in the New Testament ever celebrated it. Now, I want to kind of talk about Christmas and Easter together because they both come from Constantine. Uh, so I'll wait to go into the history of how we get these uh, these super pagan holidays, but. The big thing to know for Easter is that when you open up the scripture and you look for, okay, where does it command me to celebrate Easter? You will not see it there, but you do see to celebrate Yom Kippur, but you do see to keep Rosh Hashanah, but you do see to keep everything else. And, and, and you so, know, the Passover is always close to, to that holiday. So really it's the Passover. Yahshua, he celebrated the Passover. So you notice that the Passover is always the same time as this Easter is celebrated, this pagan holiday, okay? And, and, and like I said, the United States has commercialized, they get so much money off of Easter. Off of all these holidays. And, and uh, sisters, you, you know what's so interesting is that uh, a lot of folks, everybody knows the Last Supper. Everybody knows Jesus was in the room, you know, in the upper room and Judas sold them out, all that. And we think that's just this random day. No, that was Passover. They were, so, Passover. They were, they were eating the Passover feast when all of that happened. Every single disciple was a Jew, and mm -hmm. they all kept the holiday, all kept the observances. And so we're not just saying these things out of context of what the Israelites but, but, did. But what's so funny about that is they say Yahshua, the Jews in Judaism, don't want to acknowledge that he was the Messiah, but yet they celebrate the Passover, which is him. He is the Passover. But go ahead. Yeah. And so it's just so interesting to see this, right? That like when we read our Bible, it's all right there in front of us. Even if we don't open up the Old Testament, which you absolutely need to open up the Old Testament and understand the context in which Yeshua came into the world. But even if we don't open up the Old Testament, it's all right there in the Gospels for and us. And not to say they were raping women for Easter, saying that the, 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 like a rabbit, that the rabbit recognizes that, you know, they uh, reproduce. And it was all this, this it, it was horrible things that was going on back when uh, they were doing this 
in those times to all these goddesses for Easter. Well, well we know that in ancient religions, uh, a lot of times what you had were uh, these temple priestesses who were, we call it prostitution today, but back then they didn't think of it that way. So I don't want to use that word, but uh, when you went into the temple, the way in which you showed worship or the way in which you was to have sex with a priestess. Um, and so you had all these, you know, different priests in there. But what happened with the, the going to the egg story? First of all, why is a rabbit? What does a rabbit have to do with Christianity? Why is there a rabbit attached as the major right. sign of this holiday? But the reason it's there is because of the pagan roots, because of the, as I told you, the spring equinox, what it represents is the season where everything comes back to life, right? You go through right. So the they're saying winter. they can get pregnant at that time. A lot of women were saying, oh, I can have a baby. It, 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 it was just it, crazy. It, but uh, but going to that story with the Easter, you know, a lot of folks don't know why, why we paint Easter eggs. It's like, why are we doing this random thing to celebrate Christ? It has nothing to do with Jesus. Uh, but the reason you see you paint Easter eggs, and you can go and check out this history, um, a part of that temple worship is the priests would find virgins to celebrate the spring equinox and to give a offering to that goddess of uh, Esther. They would find virgins, and they would have sex with virgins in these wild orgy celebrations in ancient mm -hmm. times on the stage on the, like a, a stage in front of the congregation so their entire congregation and again mm -hmm. this is these aren't churches this is uh these are pagan temples they would have these uh these whole orgy things impregnate these virgins and then um of course pregnancy lasts for nine months so they would have their babies around uh that next january february whenever it was they would bring those babies at the next um uh equinox at the next uh spring equinox and they would kill sacrifice them. those babies right they there in front of the congregation. Them. They would mm -hmm. cut their throats and catch their blood in this mm -hmm. basin jar. Mm -hmm. And then in order to uh, sacrifice to the God of fertility so that they would have fertile soil, fertile wombs, et cetera, et cetera, what they would do is because rabbits are the most fertile animals in the animal kingdom, they would take the eggs of a, of a rabbit, they would dip them in the blood of those babies, and then they would set them out for the goddess Esther as an offering so that she would bless them for that season. That's mm -hmm. what you're plug that's what you're plugging into when you die. And don't get us wrong. I died Easter eggs as a child. My mm -hmm. mother died Easter eggs as a child. We all did it because we ain't know no better. Because we right. were tricked and we had no idea. But now you know better. You, you know better. better. You know better. You do better. So that's okay. what you're plugging into when you paint those Easter eggs. You got your kids all happy painting Easter eggs. No idea where the history comes from. Check that Stop history it. out. Stop it. And next one is Mother's Day. And Mother's Day was started from a woman, and I, I'm not trying to down her. She, she never even had any children. This woman was never even married. Matter of fact, she died fighting against Mother's Day as a holiday because uh, it was commercialized and they were making money off of it. So let's talk about this. Um, so Anna Jarvis in 1908, she started Mother's Day because she just felt like, you know, they should have a day to, uh, to talk about the women, basically. It wasn't even about mothers. It was just... To, uh, to say something about women, say something good about them. And then um, they commercialized it. Uh, she was never married. She never had any children her whole life. Matter of fact, she became poor by uh, paying for attorneys to fight for them to stop commercializing and making Mother's Day a holiday. Okay. And uh, she died in 1948 and she has spent all her money. She had even lobbied the government to remove this from the calendar. There's $24 billion that's spent each year on Mother's Day. So quit playing with me. Uh, how you gonna have a Mother's Day that this lady created? They ain't never been in the mother, ain't never been married. 
United States is just tripping, but they ain't tripping too hard because they made $24 billion off of us, huh? Mm, okay, you want to move on? Let's talk about Father's Day. So this guy, okay, so uh, it, this started in 1910. Um, this woman, she was sitting in church and her father was a single parent. And she's like, hey, my father raised me by himself. Let's start Father's Day. So basically, that's how Father's Day was started, because she wanted to honor her father because he was a single parent. And he was dedicated. Uh, his name was William Smart. Um, it was established uh, right after the Mother's Day was established, uh, which started May 12, 1907, was officially when it started. And then 1966, President Lyndon Johnson issued the first proclamation honoring Father's Day on the third Sunday of June. All right. So, yes, Father's Day is a pagan holiday also. All right. So let's move on to the next one. So Memorial Day. OK, we, we're not going to touch Memorial Day because that's about uh, our soldiers who died for, for us, the United States. Um, Independence Day. Oh, no. The 4th of July. Stop the violence. Uh, pump your brakes. So we know the 4th of July is nothing about us because we was all over in slavery. Uh, this is supposed to be about Independence Day. I, I don't even think we're independent now yet talking about Independence Day for the 4th of July. The 4th of July and, gave our oppressors the independence to carry out slavery at a deeper level against us. Yet we sit here and we celebrate it and we buy our new outfits and we go and celebrate the flag when this day itself was the probably the single day in history which is one of the most detrimental days. Right. Frederick Douglass said it the best. He said yep. it's the gross injustice and cruelty on which we were constantly victimized. Yeah. But yeah, we go out, we like, oh, let's light our fireworks. And we said, what? I mean, like, like our mother said, Frederick Douglass said it the best. He gave a speech. These white folks invited him to this congregation in right. New York, thinking that he was going to be on their side and tell the Blacks why not. And he just tore the place down. That's right. And, and, and gave a whole speech, up. tore the place down and gave a speech about, I will never celebrate your Independence Day because it has nothing to do with me. I didn't get independence. My people didn't get independence. All y'all got was the independence to better enslave us. That's, That's right. all y'all got was the freedom to better enslave and us. And now yeah. they got this Juneteenth. They said, okay, well, we'll give you Juneteenth with their commercializing. You can see in Walmart Juneteenth shirts and stuff that basically said, oh, uh, in the South, we were already free. Then it's like, are we free? You say, you, we, we've been free for two years already. <laughs> what? We know we've been free for two years already. And, you know, I, I'm not making fun of it. But come on, let's keep it gully. Keep yeah. the same energy now. It's, it's all being commercialized. I don't want no Juneteenth day off. Give me my reparations. Give me my check, man. Mm -hmm. So, they, you know, they throw you, they throw you the crumbs <laughs> so that you'd be like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. We got this holiday. We got one we day off. That. And, and we're gonna have this festival and y'all gonna make some more money off of us. Mm -hmm. Let's keep let's keep Dow Jones. Ding ding ding. Dow Jones going ding ding ding. Stop mm -hmm. it. We won't even buy our own people's shirts. That's how how bad we are. If you're gonna do it, at least buy your own people's products. Brain you don't want Amazon order a Juneteenth shirt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Easter keeping it real. Y'all know I, I can go off on here. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get my pressure up. Okay, so uh, where are we at? Uh, Independence Day. Uh, Labor Day. So Labor Day. Let's talk, about, let's talk about Labor Day that's going on. Um, 
on June 28, 1894, uh, was signed into law and the blacks were excluded. So here we are, we're making buildings, we're making the railroads, we doing all this and we can't even be uh, part of, uh, what are those that protect people? Hold on. The uh, military? Not, not the military, but when you're working. I, I got off track here. The uh, Peace Corps? <laughs> Firefighters? <laughs> No, so the Brotherhood, okay, let's go this. So the Brotherhood in 1925, uh, they formed a Brotherhood for, it's called the Sleeping Car Porters. And they were the, the union, that's what I was trying to yeah, find. So it. we were working and we weren't part of the unions. We weren't protected out at all. And we got the, the, the bare bottom of wages. And so we was like, hey, we need to be part of this union. They said, no. So in 1925, we had to do our own Brotherhood called the Sleeping Car Porters, and they were the first black union, okay, by Philip Randolph. He was the president of the union. He was organized this march in Washington, D.C. So if we want to uh, recognize anything for Labor Day, we need to be recognizing those brothers because we weren't even part of the union. They were mistreating us, okay? So that's all I want to say. You want anything to say about that? Nope, leave that one alone. So, uh, and I have a whole listing on here. I'm just going fast. That's probably why I'm... I'm stuttering a different thing, but it, it, it was a systematic racism. After slavery, uh, whites labeled the workers as uh, sharecroppers and still robbed us by taking 70% of the crop that we harvest. So they took 70% of our crop. Uh, we must start our own business because the laws favor the owners and not the laborers. The legislative will only take us so far, so we must do what we have to do. We have to be part of building our own wealth all right, to gain uh, economic power. And people think that slavery was so long ago. There were folks found sharecropping in the early 90s. Folks were still sharecropping, which is a direct uh, fallout from slavery, still in the early 90s. Come on now. Yes. Okay, and so Halloween, oh my God. Satan's holiday. <laughs> that, that, that's definitely a paganism. Um, for money they make 19 billion dollars each year off of this off of candy and decorations okay so this is from a celtic uh european in the british island on november 1st the christian's feast of all the saints okay so october 31st the uh, Eve is when the ghosts and the dead spirits were actually supposed to, they were supposed to come out and they would dress up as an evil to uh, create and scare off the spirits away so you're supposed to dress up and scare these evil spirits away. Then the Catholic Church started November 1st, all the Saints Day. So uh, let, me, let me jump in right there. So um, Halloween started out as what's called Hollow's Eve, right? And it, it transitioned to Halloween. It was Hollow's Eve. And the reason it was called Hollow's Eve is because on the next day, November 1st, was All Saints Day. Now, what All Saints Day was in the Catholic Church they had made so many saints, right? Which is which is polytheism. Like we 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 won't go there today, but um, you know there is there we are all saints. There is nobody deified except for Christ. Um, but they had made so many different made people so many different saints and had so many different patron saint days, such as Saint Patrick's Day and Saint Valentine's Day. Those are two of the big ones that we have here in America. But over there and during those times, they had so many of them that it got out of hand. So they said, you know what? Let's just have a day where we celebrate all of them, all Saints Day. Right? It that, together. That we'll just bind it all together. So, so where you get a hollow, 
Hallows Eve from is on the eve of All Saints Day. They said, okay, we're celebrating this, this hollow day, right? Hallows Eve. We're celebrating this hollow day tomorrow. And so we need to drive out the evil spirits from around, uh, you know, wherever we are. So they come up with Hallows Eve, which then when it comes to America gets translated into Halloween. Um, which an Irish immigrant brought it here to America. Yeah. And it's, it's honoring some dead, some goddess, and some fruit and some trees is what it all, when they put it all together, what it boils down to. Yeah. And so, you know, we use that day to dress up and scary. So we want to fight evil with evil. We want to scare the demons away with other demons. We right. want to dress up as killers to scare the demons away. I, I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure Yeshua said a house divided cannot stand. Evil cannot drive out evil. Uh, and so you want to scare doing? some demons around Halloween? Just look in the mirror at yourself, because <laughs> I know I'm be I'd be scared of myself someday. So quit playing and with that stuff. What are we doing? What are we doing? Is the question. Right. Um, but yeah, one that, is, uh, that's one of the evilest. What? Yeah, that's one of the evilest. And and what they do? Start putting stuff in candy, killing kids, and putting poison, and putting razors, I mean, and, and, and going out murdering kids on that day. It's disgusting. Let's step back for a second. All my life, you you know, all anybody's life, our parents teach us never take candy from a stranger, never take anything from a stranger. Yet on Halloween, be like, actually, you know what? Go take all you want from them strangers, you know, whatever. It's just, it's not even intuitively, it doesn't even make sense, like, from a safety standpoint. Yeah, we do it. You know, it's just like, man, we've been miseducated. We've been miseducated. We, we have. America. I know I used to run around and go to the Rich Folks neighborhood, because they would give out the mm -hmm. big candy bar. Yeah, you, you got the full-size candy bar. You might get a dollar in there. Like, bro, you giving out money. They'd be wrapping up nickels and stuff and giving them money out. So Look. we didn't even go in our neighborhood. We went far away. By the time I got home, I was crying. I couldn't even carry my bag. My brother had to help me because the bag was heavy. It was too far to walk from yep. where I had lived. So it, it was just crazy. It was cold because we were in Pennsylvania. It's cold at that time. By the uh -huh. time I get home, I was a hot mess, but I had my bag of candy. <laughs> now, let, now, let me say this. A lot of us have very fond memories on these days. I know I got some great Christmas memories. I got some great Halloween memories where we did great stuff. And that's a lot of the reason we feel so attached to it, right? Oh, but, you know, uh, this happened on Christmas and, you know, this one Halloween, this happened. Tradition means what when it comes to uh, plugging into the wrong tradition, right? Mm -hmm. If it's, you know, you might have had some good memories and that's okay. You can hold on to those memories. But at a certain level, when you know that this thing that you're doing is giving, giving praise to the wrong entity, then you have to stop it. I get it. We we both get it. We went through this. And once you know who you are, every day is a holiday. Every exactly. day is a it's fiesta day. day. You can give your mother when you want to. You can give your kids those sneakers when they want to. When you tap in, it all belongs to you. You're claiming it. And it comes down. The, they just, the blessings just start pouring in. I can't even explain it. And you no longer have to. You say, hey, I can get my kid that whenever. Because Yahweh, he provides for this household. He's the covering for this household. I can give my kid a bowl of candy whenever. Amen. Okay. And so uh, the next one is uh, Veterans Day. We're going to leave that one alone. Those veterans and uh, Memorial Day, we know those are uh, representing of our soldiers. Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Thanksgiving. That, that's one of the worst ones that we can celebrate. I mean, the food be good. Let's, let's keep it gully. <laughs> But, yeah. What, what, okay, in September of 1620, uh, people want to separate from the church from the England, 
and they were called religious uh, separatists, right? So a hundred or two of them got into the ship called the Mayflower and they're sailing along. Then they started dying off. So you have, uh, and let me say the name, right? How do you say, I don't want to say Indian people. How do you say their name, right? In, in Indigenous. Indigenous. So they helped them. They basically stopped them from dying, showed them how to do crops, uh, just showed them how to live off the land. Only so no matter survive, literally, literally, they mm -hmm. would not have made it. They were all. It was a brutal winter. Right. It was like one of the worst winters. And God was trying to tell them, hey, get these people out of here. <laughs> they gonna come and take over your whole land. Uh, but the, the the Native Americans or the indigenous folks were such loving people. And there was, was a Squanto and a um, Pultex tribe arrived and took them in and taught them how to cultivate corn, extract sap from the uh, maple trees, catch fish in the river. Uh, how to avoid poisonous plants. They just helped them. They gave them, them peace and everything. November 1621, a year later. A year, the pilgrims, a year. The pilgrims had a successful harvest and celebrated with the Native Americans. They called it the first Thanksgiving. Then after that, in 1622 in Virginia was a massacre. They killed mm -hmm. them and they took over the land. So they came here, the indigenous folks helped them literally save their life. Like not even on a figure, like literally the whole Mayflower was going to die until the, uh, Native, until the Native Americans stepped in. Gave them all that game, showed them right. how to grow corn, showed them how, what to do with the uh, buffalo, yep. gave, mm -hmm. them all that, gave them all that game. And then within Fish. three years, mm -hmm. they, ra they, they, they started the genocide against them. And mm -hmm. this is what we celebrate. Next time they, they comes call around, it the Plymouth. It was in Plymouth, uh, Massachusetts, uh, and it was a massacre in Virginia. And also in 1637, they killed a min many of them and buried them alive in Massachusetts. Well, this, what we know, this is the greatest one of the greatest genocides of human history. We don't. No one refers to it that way because we live in America. And when you live in the belly of the beast, they're not going to accuse themselves of what they did. But next, next time you get a chance, I want you to go and look up the day of mourning. The day of mourning is what the indigenous population calls Thanksgiving. On that day, they don't get together and celebrate with their families. They don't get together. They literally have a day of mourning for the genocide that took place against their ancestors by the, by the colonizers. And yet we, as, as Christians and as Hebrew Israelites and as believers, we don't have no idea of that. And we just go and celebrate this incredibly gruesome, incredibly against God holiday. And we just say, oh, well, I'm just eating dinner with family. I don't know about, it doesn't matter. You, you are right, at, right after the, the Civil War, they proclaimed it a holiday. Uh, Abraham Lincoln in 1863 proclaimed this a holiday, all right? And they were bringing our people uh, north versus south over the slavery of our people. So right after the Civil War, do you know um, you spend $1.1 billion on Thanksgiving? $1.1 billion. And, and they kill a lot of the, uh, the chiefs in those massacres. A lot of their chiefs were killed. And so Mount, Mount Rushmore, I believe, is coming down. Those presidents, at some point, they're coming down. Well, we know who commissioned around Rushmore. That was originally supposed to be a monument to the Native American uh, chiefs. And somehow somebody figured out a way to get American presidents on there. So that is an abomination in itself. Um, but when you celebrate Thanksgiving, I can't say it any other way besides this. You are plugging into the massacre 
of the indigenous people here in America. You are not honoring anything. You are not giving, if you're giving thanks, you're giving thanks that, uh, that colonizers came here and slaughtered uh, the native population for that land. But again- No, the, the, the indigenous people were given some reparations, but they're still saying we want Mount Rushmore to come down. So they offered them billions of dollars is basically the United States to say, shut up and leave us alone. They said, no, we're not taking it. They wouldn't and, and, take and, the money. And uh, Ma, th those reparations, I mean, the only people in America living worse than Black Americans are Native Americans. If you don't believe me, go to reservations. Mm. They are the only people in America living Right, they worse. don't have electricity or running water out there. Matter of fact, this COVID is taking a lot of them out. You'll see them on the news. And they say, we can't even really get to a, a hospital and get care and treatment. Yeah, so when you plug into that, just know you're plugging into absolute, one of the worst in the we, we talk about the Holocaust a lot and we say, oh, you know, Hitler did this horrible thing and killed millions of people. Well, here in America, there were millions and millions of millions of people not only killed, but then their land was stolen. Mm -hmm. They were killed and we are living on the land that was stolen from them. And they were placed into what we call reservations. So they were given a reservation of about this big on all this land. And somehow we just, you know, especially as black folks, we, we should have a major empathy for that because it's in our history. We know what it's like to have these things happen to us and our ancestors. So, you know, you can sit there and eat all that turkey you want, you know, and do all that and be like, I'm just celebrating with my family. Or you can choose another route. And the thing is, is that during Thanksgiving, during all these American holidays, there is a holiday from the Bible that is right around the same time. So it's not to say that you don't have to do anything. It's to say that replace this stuff with the correct right. stuff, the stuff mm -hmm. that, that the Lord gave us. And so uh, speaking of which, our, uh, our fiesta date, the, Tish, the, the Tishbava that we were talking about before, about the, um, how our people through the Babylonian Wars and um, the Romans, how they ran. Now, that's where we lost Israel because they ran us out through these wars. The Jews, the white Jews have tried to put that as a Holocaust date. It's not. It's our day, actually. They say, oh, but this is remembrance of the Holocaust because they want to wipe out the memory of us being ran out of there, the original Jews. So they, you can read about that. It's not about the Holocaust, the prayer for that. It's, it's about our people, too. So I want to go back to that on that Tishbava. Hey, but okay. don't, don't get us wrong. Like We absolutely understand the Holocaust was an atrocity, and we... Uh, empathize and you know give the sympathy to that as well but you can't Wait. wipe history away and that's what everybody wants to do they want to wipe our history away and it's coming up to haunt them you can't wipe it away it is what it is so let's go now we're down to this 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 christmas now now christmas I, i'm gonna tell you i did I, that was a rough one for me too Mm -hmm. And Griff was coming home from college, and I'm like, "What day over there? They smoking something. <laughs> they smoking something over there. Williams College. What's going on?" He's like, "Well, we can't celebrate this anymore. These trees. This is all pagan. This isn't right." And then I started looking into it, and he's right. It, it, it is uh, Christmas is a pagan holiday, and we know that because John the Baptist was uh, six months older than Yahshua. Okay, and so. If he was uh, six months, hold on, I have this all written down on the dates. Well, well, let, let me John start John the here. Baptist was born in March, meaning Yahshua would have been born in September. So, and then you have all these religions celebrating Christmas. You know why? 
the Muslims and no everybody meaning. will celebrate it because it doesn't mean anything. It they know no it's meaning. pagan and it doesn't hurt their religion. That's why they celebrate it. So how you say, I don't believe in Yahshua. I, I don't believe in leaving the Lord Jesus Christ, but you over there buying gifts and celebrating it. Even the Buddhas who does my nails. I say, y'all y'all, got trees up in here. Y'all celebrate Christmas. They say, yeah, it's fun for the kids. For, I said, for, but for, you- for, Forget all that the atheists celebrate Christmas. If that, the, the, people that, the people that will laugh at you because you have faith, the people that will say, you know, you talk about Jesus, like those people are the same, are same people that will buy presents and put up a tree because it has no meaning and they understand I'm just giving gifts. <laughs> That's all I'm doing here. But 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 let's talk about this from a from a common sense perspective first. Mom, if it's your birthday, am I going to go and buy your husband gifts, Jerry gifts for your birthday? That's right. Why are we buying gifts for each other? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. If it's right. your birthday, no. How would you feel if I went and bought Jerry gifts? Say happy and, and you know, I said happy birthday, mom. And gave this up to Jerry. How did I'm that make like, you feel? I'm like, you got it twisted, bro. Where, what's going on? So at what point <laughs> did we think that it made sense to give gifts to each other to celebrate the birth of the Messiah? For, for, forget about the wrong dates. Forget about, yeah, we can go into all this uh, uh, scholarly proof and all this biblical proof. Mm-hmm. But from a common sense perspective, why would I give gifts to somebody else on somebody else's birthday? That makes zero sense. And then somebody will say, oh, well, you know, Jesus got gifts on his birthday when he was born. He got gifts from the three magi. No, he didn't. You were lying. The truth ain't in you. Let's step into that for a second. Jesus, first and foremost, he didn't get gifts. He got the three wise men that came to him. They brought the things that signified the the next, the the frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Mm -hmm. They brought three things that symbolized royalty because they knew they had found the next uh, Mashiach, so to speak. Uh, when they came, they said, where is he? Where is the prophet? Where is the, we, we seen the star in the sky. And so they weren't given birthday gifts because he was born. They were given, they were given what they give to the next in line of succession of that spirit of Christ. And so they come and they bring frankincense and myrrh and gold. Uh, frankincense and myrrh were a burial oil. Why are you giving a child uh, a burial ingredients as a gift, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because of exactly what John said in the gospel. Here is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. They didn't know, but because of their tradition, they knew that this man was going to give his life or something. And so they gave him that. But let's go even further. The nativity scene that you put into your front yard or your church puts to their front yard, it has Yeshua in the manger. Mary and Joseph, let's not talk about the fact that they're usually white. We wouldn't even go there right now. But you, got, you got Yeshua in the manger. Right. You got Mary and Joseph. Mm-hmm. And you got the three magi. That is so wrong. Nothing about that is biblical. Go read this. We can read it right now. But go read the scripture. The, the three magi didn't make it to Yeshua until he's about between the ages of one and two years old. They did not come to him as a newborn. They made it to him at the, between the ages. That's why when, it, when Herod heard the news and realized they played him, he said, kill every baby under two because he mm-hmm. realized the timeline. How old so, how old he was. They weren't there when he got pushed out by Mary and he was a newborn. And, and it's and not they, by chance that September when Yeshua was born is our holiest month. That's he was the born holiest on month. Betty he was, was actually born, as, born on Sukkot. Because Zechariah was, Zechariah and Elizabeth, they had John the Baptist. Well, Zechariah had to be called away because he was, he was out doing uh, the Lord's work at the time. So he was called away. So they have a, a, a track of when John was born 
And so he was born what? Right after. He was born after him. Because it was his time in the temple. It was Zechariah's time in the temple. And there's a schedule as to whose right. time in it the temple. And so, and, so, and so we can date back to, to John's birth because of the and fact John that his was in father. March. Mm-hmm. We can date because of the fact that his father was in the temple. And we know that. Uh, and we know that Luke 1 and 36 said he was born six months later. Yeshua and John are first cousins. Of course, their mothers are sisters. Um, and so we can date uh, Yeshua's birth based off of John's birth um, in that way. But uh, I mean, there's so and much. Then, about you know, Christmas. if you ask kids today, you know, at Christmas time, what, what what is Christmas about? They don't even know. So if if you even gonna celebrate, why aren't you even talking about Yahshua? They not, they don't even know. All they want is gimme, gimme, gimme. And the thing is, even if and there's some people that might be on here saying, well, you know, we do Christmas different, and when we do Christmas, uh, you know, we always go over scriptures and do all this stuff. That's great. And that, that's awesome. But what you also got to know is you are still giving your praise to a false God. Let me read Jeremiah 10, uh, verse 4 for you real quick, because uh, I know we loved our Christmas. We love our Christmas trees, don't we? Well, let's read this verse right here and see what the Lord has to say about it. About, um, uh, about idolatry. I know that's what you're about to read. This, I feel it in my spirit. Jeremiah 10, the, the uh, label here is idols are worthless scarecrows. That's the label here. I'm going to read... Um, I'm going to read one through four, starting at verse one, Jeremiah 10. Hear the word that Adonai speaks to you, house of Israel. Thus says Adonai, do not learn the way of the nations or be frightened by the signs of the heavens. Do not learn the ways of the nations. Well, we just gave you what was from the Bible, all the holidays, all the observances. So everything else, what is that? The way of the nations mm -hmm. do not learn the way of the nations or be frightened by signs of the heavens though the nations are terrified by them the customs of the customs of the peoples are useless that mm. means the traditions that means the culture that they've set valentine's day christmas they're useless the and then they've made are, they've made boss's day they've, they've added all these extra days in here pet day brother's day it, it's ridiculous go ahead mm-hmm the customs of the people are useless. They cut a tree from the forest. Listen to this carefully. They cut a tree from the forest, the work of the hands of a craftsman with a chisel. They decorate it with silver and gold and mm. fasten it with hammer and nail so that it won't fall down. Mm, mm, mm. Help it's, us, Yahshua. Jeremiah said this how long ago? What, 1000 BC? A little and bit. it wasn't even bulbs back then. He said this. There wasn't even Christmas balls back then, but it was prophesied already we were going to do it. What do we do? We put the little ball, we, we put the silver little wrapping around the tree, or the gold little wrap, we put the star it's on the top. It's always gold and silver. And he then said we, this nailed, we the nailed down the tree. Or, or, or we, we got a little bit fancy, right? So we had the little stand that right. you put it in so that it doesn't fall over. Literally, word for word, the Bible says, do not cut. Oh, well, Griff and Easter, I got me a, 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 a mm -hmm. artificial tree. So I, come on, man. The artificial tree is just a representation of cutting the tree down in the forest because you lazy, you don't want to go do it. And you don't want to have a real tree in your house. So you got an artificial one. That's I, 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 had, I had to let it go. I had to let it go. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it anymore. It, it is idolatry. It is idolatry. Um, and when I want to have a get together, I have a get together. I call a holiday and I pick the date and I have it whenever and I'll give people gifts when I feel like giving it to them. 
it's it's wrong and and it's it's just wrong the whole thing the whole thing about this is wrong this egypt this united states we in the whole the whole thing about it is wrong and i'm gonna tell you it's not going to get any better It's, it's going to get worse before it gets better but i'm gonna tell you when that dow jones crash when that stock market crash they putting us up out of here they gonna because they're not gonna have any more use for us right now we're keeping the economy going they're gonna put us up out of here and that's what's supposed to happen we're just waiting i don't know if i'll live to see it but i i, I believe you griff and my my grandchild will, will be able to see it now so, uh, yeah now you know at first on christmas i didn't want to go too far so it was like yeah you know it's it's not commanded by us, but you know, if somebody keeping it and God had to deal with me on that because you have to realize that while you might be getting together with family and there might be these positive aspects, we don't, you know, undermine you. Of course, there could be some positive aspects of Thanksgiving as far as getting together with family you ain't seen in a while, say anything for Christmas. Um, but when you know the history and where it came from, just like Easter was a product of the uh, winter, or excuse me, the, the uh, spring equinox, Christmas, the reason the date is set when it is on December 25th, it's because of the winter solstice, right? What that is, is that's the day, the one day a year where the sun, where the days get their shortest, right? So it's the shortest day of the year, it's called the winter solstice. And then the days start to lengthen out again. Um, so you start to get more sun each day. Uh, so it's a, it's a sun celebration in the same way that if you're keeping the Sabbath on Sunday, you're actually worshiping the sun God. In the same way, by keeping Christ, by keeping Christmas, you are actually worshiping the sun god. Now, this is not anything that we don't have scholarly research on. If you go into, and I can pull up, if you want me to right now, I don't know how far you want to take this, uh, Sister Richard, but if you want me to right now, I can pull no, up no, articles. We're not, we're not going to do that because at some point, people have got to get it for themselves. At some point, and you know, God had made me experience me being a broke one Christmas, and I felt like, oh, oh my... It was for a reason. He was already preparing me for what we're teaching now, what's about to happen, what's going on right now. The most depressing time of the year in America is from, they say, uh, Black Friday. So right there after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. To, to January, about the people January, first sui- of January. People get suicidal. The most suicidal. police dispatcher and they want to kill themselves and they get depressed because the they don't have the money. Suicidal. They want to start robbing. The crime rate goes up because they need money. They think for their kids. They're in line for these Jordans. The Black Friday, you see them hurting people and stampeding and, and, and stumping people. on people and killing for people. For a TV. For a TV. Uh, so how is this the most joyous? This is supposed to be the season of cheer and celebration and all this. Yet it's the most, the facts show that it's the, the statistics show it's the most depressing and it's the most suicide in America happens during this season. That right there alone is telling you something's wrong here. Just that alone. Um, so, so you have it. I gave you the, the 16 major pagan holidays for the year. Uh, and like I said, this isn't about, we said this isn't about a Jewish or Christian thing. This is what everybody, this is in the Bible. This is that Leviticus 23, what we're supposed to be celebrating. So we just wanted to give you a, a caption of everything together, what we are supposed to be celebrating, what we aren't. Anything we said, we put some at the bottom. Come on, come on the uh, Hebrew congregation, come on the show. We encourage you to do that. We can have that conversation. I would also encourage you if you get a chance and you want to study this deeper, 
Pagan Christianity is a book that I read. It's, it's going to blow your mind. Be ready. If you're going to read this book, be I ready. I got that book. I, I bought it. I haven't really settled down to read it. I only read a little bit, but mm -hmm. I'm going on vacation and I'm going to sit read down it on and the read plane. it. Be ready to read that because it's going to blow your mind. How many parts of our modern churches came from the Roman Basilica? Came from when Constantine, now I'm going to say this real quick. When Constantine, uh, when he made uh, the empire of Rome a Christian okay, empire mm -hmm. in the fourth century, what you have to realize is he didn't do it because he genuinely converted to Christianity. Uh, what he was doing was his empire was being torn apart because of the divide between Christians and, um, and the secular people, uh, the uh, pagans that were there. And so what ends up happening is Constantine starts killing Christians. He starts putting them to death by putting them in the Colosseums, uh, feeding them the lions, just doing all this gruesome stuff to them. But what happens is because Yeshua had already told us, he'd already told us in his, um, when he was on the earth that if they did this to me, they're gonna do it to you. He had already prophesied that we would be, I see you over there. Uh -huh. I have my book and see, they always say, if you wanna hide something from some black folks and that's what they call us, Hebrew folks put it in a book. We have got to start reading. We have got sure. to enhance our knowledge. That's the only way we're gonna come out of this and figure it out. We yep. have got to learn these prayers and get them in our spirit. So Constantine is killing the Christians, but what's happening is the Christian population is exploding because Yeshua already said they're going to kill you. That's how you know. And so folks are reading this and saying, wow, exactly what he says happening. I'm giving my life to Christ. And so he's actually messing up his empire and hurting even worse by killing them. He gets to a point where he realizes this is not working. I got to do something else. If I can't beat him, I'm going to join him. So he converts the, the, uh, the um, empire to Christianity, but his way of making it so that he didn't get rebellion from the pagans is he said, okay, we already have all these feast days in place. We have a feast for the spring equinox. We have a feast for the winter solstice. And then there's these, they, you know, the Christians have their things that they do. Well, what if I just on top of the winter solstice, what if I just say that that's Christ's birthday? And then you can still have all the winter, everything that we've been doing as pagan, everything that you do for Christmas, it comes from pagan roots. The gift giving, putting a reef on the door, all of this stuff is rooted in Rome. It's a, uh, it's a mockery. It's a mockery. Literally, of the Bible. A, literally a mockery of Christ. It's a, it's a mockery. It's, and the Bible says, I will not be mocked. And, and, and early why, Christians. That's why United States is going to have to give an account for it. And that's why they're giving account for now. That's why the world, the whole foundation of the world is shaking right now. Afga Afghanistan, all these places are in an uproar, are in war right now. Because it, the land is crying out for us. That's what's, that's what's literally happened. They're not going to say it, but it's going to have to be said at some point. Mm -hmm. Where's, where are those original Jews? Where are those original Hebrews? Like, where are they? Bring them back over here. This is their land anyway. Truly, where is the bloodline? The bloodline, it's in the blood, right? Yeshua said, you know, when he came in the triumphal entry, uh, they said, you know, preacher, you know, what if he said, if they didn't cry out, these rocks would. If they didn't give praise, the rocks would, because the entire creation waits for us to take our rightful place to redeem this earth. The entire creation, not just human beings, the, the rocks on the ground, creation. the tree, the trees in front of your house, the fish in the sea, everything is falling and waits for the sons of God the bloodline to come back and take their rightful place to restore the order and rebuild that um, temple. That's right. But, but let's go back. We, real only we can do it. Can't nobody else do it. <laughs> but, but let's go back real quick. So, 
Constantine then says, I can just say that this is Christ's, this is Christ's birth and the Christians will accept it and the pagans will accept it and we have unity. The Christians didn't accept it. That's the crazy thing is we think, oh, Christians, no, the Christians were like, heck no. We know that that's not our, we know what you're doing here. And so they were far away from it. And then came the, oh, well, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do this, then you can't buy or sell all that stuff. And so you get Christianity, or excuse me, you get uh, Christmas and you get Easter from a pagan man, uh, Constantine. And, and, they, put, and they put a white man on there because they enslaved us. So they couldn't sit there and worship no white man on the cross. Matter of fact, I don't buy any, everything that has him on the cross. I've gotten rid of it. He's not on there anymore. He has risen. Yeah. Forget about forget about the white man. If you see a black man on a cross, that's not right. The crucifix, the crucifix itself is 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 wrong. Yeshua is no longer on the cross. Why are you put him back on the cross or put him on a piece of gold or put him on your chest? Don't make no sense. He's off the cross. Um, but all of this stuff, it, you know, I used and, to be like, I used saying, to be. Griff, Griffin, Easter radical. It's time to get radical. We are in a radical time right now. People we are, are dying left radical. and right. We are called to be radical. Yes, Yeshua tells us to be zealous. If you love it, uh, Revelation 3.20, uh, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear my voice, come to it. He tells us to be zealous for him, to be radical, get back to the roots. Um, but just I used like, to, I Just used like to, Aaron's son was. We are peculiar people. Yes. And I, I used to think like, you know, uh, I need to separate my family in doing this, but it's not so, you know, if people are still doing Christmas Easter, it is what it is. That is wrong. If you're doing Christmas or Easter, you are plugging in to pagan holidays and giving worship to the wrong. You are literally worshiping Satan. Literally, you're worshiping something that is not God. The only thing to worship that's not the true God is Satan and his legions. And so uh, it's really that serious. Um, our, our, so, our, our eyes are now open. They're, they're mm -hmm. open. And there's, there's no in-between. There's no lukewarm. He said, I'll spool you up. You either hot or you cold. You either serving him or you're not. Simple as, as simple that. as that. And that's why we, you know, we, we don't have to get on here and we, we're not doing this for no show. We, we have, we're giving you the truth because we have come into the light. We have come into the truth of Yahweh and Yahshua and we want to bring, that's your job. That's all we have to offer. We have nothing else but to give you the truth. That's it. And we ain't nobody special, right? That's it ain't right. like we came into it. For, no, we just came into it because, you know, started doing the research. God started to stir up our spirits and we just followed the call. And just our, like he's going to stir everybody else on this line, stir it up. We ain't nobody special. We the same. And our lives else. have changed. We can hear him on a daily basis. Turn mm -hmm. the block. Oh, this about to happen. Oh, visions. He speaks to us one-on-one. -on -one. We have a one-on-one -on -one intimate relationship with him. I don't mm -hmm. have to go to anybody to get that. I, I have it with him. And, and, and I have it because I, I listen to him. I read and I follow what I'm supposed to do. And, and it didn't happen overnight. I walk in the south in the path of righteousness. The Psalm 23, that's your ups and your downs. That's the path. What would he do? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so we said we wanted to keep this short. So I mean, there's so much <laughs> we can say on this topic and keep going on and on. Right. But I will come at least got myself off right there. So I don't uh, go into another long winded uh, speech. But we just wanted to come and present this to you, uh, you know, one more time, especially going into Rosh Hashanah, going into um, a new year here. What better time to get it right than now? You know, what better time to get it right go, than now? Go into, go into your Rosh Hashanah and, and you, will, you will experience the oneness of him and you. 
and you will hear him, I promise you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Yahshua and Yahweh. We thank you for this word that's gone out. You're the highs of the high. You're the kings of the king. You're the lords of the Lord. You will not be mocked. Your word has gone out. Your word has gone out through the circus. Your word has gone out through this wall. Your word is in the atmosphere. The devil is a liar. He no longer has dominion over us. We release these people in the name of Yahshua into the truth, into the truth that you have set us free. It's not by a chance around your neck. It's not by a chain around, but you have set our souls free. You have set our souls free to be who we are supposed to be, to walk into our priests our priesthood ship we you have set us free to go ahead and uplift the kingdom here on earth lord we're yes, uplifting the kingdom here on earth for we know your son is coming again we know that he has died for us we know the greatest love is the one that who will lay his life down for us and we thank you yahweh yahweh you're the lord of the lord you're the king of the king you're the doctors of the doctors you're the saint of the saint you're the rabbis of the rabbis you're the priest of the priest you are our healer you are yes, our everything your omnipresence you're everywhere all the time we thank you for giving the opportunity right now to speak to souls and speak to spirits we thank you for entrusting us for we are nothing but a dirty cloth you said even as the clouds below are dirty we are dirty but we know you will clean us up and lead us to where we need to go we thank you yahweh we give you praise Shay. Yes, hey, hey we yes, thank sir. you we love you. you we lift your thank name you. on high we lay it before you we give you our lives we give you our homes. We give you our children. We thank you, Lord. We invite you in. We invite you into this, this wrecked little spirit soul called Ethel Easter Dismix. You ain't nothing, but in you, you are everything. Yes, Lord. We give you the honor to go and praise. We take nothing for you. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for your healing. We thank you for your armor of protection that's around us each and every day. We thank you for watching over my family and my son. We ask that our family be saved, Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity, this day and this time. We love you. You are everything. We point to the east, for we know who which are coming. We thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeshua name, amen. Amen. Thank you for that. We thank you. We love you all. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next Saturday. If you uh, and it's not about coming here being controversial. If you want to come on here and challenge anything we said, we invite you to do that. We will sit down and we will take you to the evidence. We will take you to the books. Amen. Just send your email address. We would love for you to come on. We ask that you share this and we hope that it's been helpful to enhance your life and that you're getting closer to Yahshua and Yahweh. That's what we pray for. That's Take all we really want for you to get closer and to experience in him. Take a step for the Lord intentionally and see what he does. He just is see. our rock. Just see. That's all we ask is just, just, just see. Just, 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 you know, just try keep. him. Keep one of these Sabbaths, just one Friday night, just one Friday night, just, you know, say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing, but I just want to honor the Sabbath and just see what happens that week. I, Lord, I, I, I I've tried everything else, but I'm, I'm going to try you. I'm, I'm going to try what these, these folks are saying. I'm going to lay it down before you and I'm going to give it to you. He will that's show my, up and show out because he's a show up and show out God. That's amen. how he does it. No, yeah. and he it, don't say, oh, well, I don't feel right because I'm down and out right now. No, that's when he will find your hiding place. Mm -hmm. 
Because that's when you know he stepped in and he did it. Couldn't nobody else do it. He wants you at your weakest. He wants you when you're down and out. He wants you when your friends have turned and family have turned their back on you. He wants you when there's no way, there's no road. He wants you in that situation because when he stepped in, okay, no devil in hell take it away from you. You say God Amen. did that. Yahshua did that. Yahweh, he did that. Amen. Amen. We love you. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you, Griff. Thank you.